Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right, so Steve Burstick is back. Steve, you went away for two weeks, and then Tom Brady went away for three days. Any correlation there? Hello, is this thing on? Is this working? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, it's working. <laughs> it's working, believe yeah, me. Yeah, I had some personal issues to attend to, so. <laughs> That's right. I didn't make the same announcement for you that they made for Brady, just to be clear. No, I didn't think no that... but then no one was tweeting I was gone either, so. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and, I, and it also didn't raise my stress level as much as it did probably the Bucks. I mean, listen, Derek Sharp, he, he is no Blaine Gabbert necessarily, and he's certainly no Kyle Trask, thank God. Um, <laughs> but, you know, nah, nah, it was nah. okay. No, 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 yeah, a little bit. Uh, it was okay that, uh, uh, you know, that, that we, 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 we got by. We knew you were coming back. I wasn't so sure about Tom Brady. I mean, I was, I, I mean, I was sure when I asked around. But, um, you know, it's just as it was described to me, and I'm, I'm not at liberty to say whom or, or persons. How do you say it? Those close to Brady, right? Sources say. Um, but, and this is not breaking news either, but as it was described to me, his life is really complicated. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, because he's Tom Brady, right? I get it. It's complicated, but that doesn't ex- that doesn't explain why he suddenly like missed three days of practice, right? One of those days they they didn't have practice, and he missed his birthday. We thought, okay, well they gave him his birthday off, and then it was a personal day, and I w- I was not sure uh, until I checked Saturday morning or Sunday morning um, that Brady was or Saturday morning I guess it was that Brady was going to come back, and I was relieved when I heard that he was. Well, look, so, Rick, he's forty five now. I mean. It takes a little while to recover from those avocado tequila or tequilas on <laughs> yeah, his birthday, so you yeah, know, well, yeah, it's no longer a one day recover; it's a three day recovery. That's it's all. It's a three day deal. Well, yeah, unless unless you are a uh, you you know you're a patron of those many trashy newsstand taps because they have another theory, <laughs> <laughs> and and I I went I I you know it's one of those things where you don't even justify like blogging or repeating anything that's in those things. Um, because they're, you know, they're trash. But, uh, that said, um, I kind of like, you know, I, I went through this magazine and, and I think they do something on Brady and Giselle every other week or every week. And I kind of felt bad. I was like, yeah, you know what? When you're at that level, you have to, you have to, and you can't, obviously you're not going to bat down these flames, right? Cause it's all probably a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, crap to be honest with you but you know take the occasion of him having an excused absence from practice and here comes the theories right and and then substantiated by zero by absolutely nothing but i thought wow like you forget they have to put up with this on newsstands across the country every day they're kids every day right like and i'm not saying they're all going to Publix together but although the pub subs are phenomenal um but if they walk by a 
if they walk by a newsstand at some of those places, you're likely to see something that mom and dad aren't getting along. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's, you know, it sells, it sells, right? That's the key. Um, but he is back and he was back. And by all accounts, I know I saw where, uh, you know, Peter King came in on the day that Tom was off on his 45th birthday. So Peter didn't get to see him, but he did talk to Clyde Christensen. And it was interesting because, uh, Here's what I think. I think Peter King said, I talked to Clyde Christensen who said he told Jason Light the other day, I've never seen Tom's arm stronger. It's unbelievable how well he's throwing the football. So take that for what it's worth, people. Um, TV 12, all that stuff, it's all working for him, man, because the, you know, sun's out, gun's out. I mean, this guy is is still spinning it and spinning it well. And hopefully, as long as he can, he could be, darn near 50 years old before he stops has there ever been a report from training camp that said someone isn't throwing it the best they've ever thrown it yeah kyle trask well (laughs) (laughs) we just did it (laughs) i don't know if you saw the duck that was floating for the interception the other day that that made the rounds on twitter um and i wasn't let's to be fair to be fair to kyle i was not there over the weekend i will get to that in a minute i i had an outing you were away on personal reasons uh, well, yeah, but they wouldn't know. Well, yeah, no, I guess they're personal. Yeah, well, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what they are. But I I miss the uh, uh, I guess bad day would be one way to describe it on on look like on Sunday maybe Saturday or Sunday I think it was Sunday. Um, couple of picks. Listen, I don't I'm not one of these people that gets crazy about that stuff because I remember um, years ago. You know, and there's a temptation, and I'm not knocking any particular publications because they're all great, right? What you guys do, what you want to do. Um, but there are there are those across the league that will blog or do a, a practice report and basically tell you how and what happens on every single period of that practice, right? So you might be 7-on-7, seven seven, you might be 11-on-11, eleven eleven, it might be, you know, Patton goes, one-on-ones, who the heck knows? But there are those that will report everything almost in real time, right? And they'll go back and they'll say, well, on this day, this guy did this and this. And they kind of keep almost pseudo stats, which is weird to me too. But years ago, Brad Johnson, who won a Super Bowl with the Bucs, said to me, he goes, Rick, um, let me ask you a question. If you're not trying to fit balls in small windows during during the off-season program and training camp, when would you want to see what you can get away with? You want to do that in a game? In other words, his thing was, this is exactly when you try stuff, you know, it, it just is like, you're not going out there saying every day, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to let it rip and I don't care what happens. It's not like that. They want you to protect the football. They want to see that. Um, but by the same token, you're much better off getting your limitations now, uh, than doing it in a game that matters, if that makes sense. So I'm not one to go crazy. And the other thing we don't know, and this is, you, this is just absolute truth is, Unless you know the route and you have the play, you have the script and, and you can count the steps that the receiver takes and see whether or not he's even running the same route or a route, I think it's very hard, again, to evaluate where the throw was. Because ball placement, you know, you could throw it inside where he's supposed to be and the receiver goes outside and it, the ball comes right to the DB because he didn't cross your face and was supposed to catch it. And it's like, oh, what a terrible play. Trash looked awful. My point is, we don't know what we don't know. Now, my eyes tell me he's struggling a little bit, a little bit. 
my eyes tell me that it's going to be interesting because I think what's going to happen starting this week against the Dolphins is Kyle Trask is going to get the lion's share. Uh, not the Detroit lion's share, but the lion's share of the reps at quarterback, period. Because they want to expose him as, to as much as they can. And, I, you know, I, I, Gabbard's still going to be number two. But it'll be interesting to see how he responds beginning with this Miami week. And there'll be, you know, there's going to be scrimmages and, and um, controlled scrimmages and things that like guys like Brady will play in but will not play in the game. Um, but Trask, you know, he needs to have a good week of practice. He needs to, you know, going up against teams that haven't seen him, you know, every day, doesn't, doesn't know the Bucks' offense the way their defense does, et cetera. This will be a good test to see if he can make plays out there. But, yeah, if you're, if you're stock up, stock down right now, just right now on Trask, you're kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I might, might be losing some here. But we'll see. It's a long way to training camp and, you know, I'm sure there's other issues. Well, the good thing is he's QB three this year. Yes, I mean he's not QB one or two. No. So if well, he's still struggling a little bit, or you're not certain, you're not expecting him to play this year. Yeah, although I mean, remember when you know it came out that Clyde had said, "Well, I say tryouts are over." I mean, like Blaine's the number three or number two, and then you know mm-hmm. he'll get in where he fits in, and everybody's like, "Ooh, you can't say that. That's not politically correct." You know, ever it's a competition and. But no, I I I agree with you. I mean, I think I think Kyle's headed for another sort of redshirt year, and he probably needs one based on just what we've we've kind of seen. We'll get to more of what Steve Versnick missed in the last two weeks. But first, wait, I missed stuff. So, oh yeah, you did. Not just Brady walking out. Believe me. Um, what you're probably uh, not going to miss is this high electric bill that you've been getting every day because we're off the chains hot. And uh, for those of you who want a solution, we got one for you. May Electric Solar is a family-owned business. They've been installing solar electric systems for 12 years. Now, you know, because you're probably getting a couple of knocks on the door, that this field is loaded with fly-by-night companies. But May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty. Plus, with every installation, you get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances, that right there is the May way. If you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all of its products, conducts on-site testing. You can see what they'll install. Plus, they don't use subcontractors, you know. Um, you know exactly who's going to do the job. So start saving today and call sol- the solar energy experts at May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. You can schedule a free estimate. You can lower your electric bill all year long and preserve your quality of life and the quality of your appliances. Call May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. The other thing, which was kind of a catastrophic injury, I guess, at this point, or so it seems, was Ryan Jensen um, hurt his knee while you were gone in a, you know, while he while the linemen were still in shorts and it was the two-minute drill. And, you know, unfortunately, Logan Hall, you know, fell across his knee when he was engaged with Vita Vea and, got some help from Aaron Stinney, but most likely, and they haven't announced anything out for the year, most likely. But here's why we think there's a chance he may not be. And, you know, if, if there was, if it was so black and white that they were like, yeah, no way this guy plays, you know, until next fall at the earliest, then I think they would have done something. Um, but I don't know that it is. And I, I imagine they have as much information as they need. But I would just say this. Remember 
that Vita Vea, you know, had a grotesque fracture of his leg um, at Chicago the year they won the Super Bowl and never, never came back on the practice field until they decided we're going to go to Green Bay and we could use somebody like Vita Vea just to push the pocket. If he does nothing else, let's play him on passing downs. They did. He had like 33 snaps. And he created so many double teams that Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul combined for five. And, you know, so I don't know. It's just, it's interesting where they, where they stand right now with all well, that. And I know you and Derek discussed this, but you are now going to go to Dallas for the opening night. Yeah. And your three interior offensive linemen are not yeah. back from last year. Yeah. I mean, Alex Kapp yeah. was in Cincinnati. Ali Marpet's right. retired, and Ryan Jensen's now hurt. Yeah, and you scary. didn't really go out and get anybody. Mm-mm. I mean, you know, you've got the guys you had. You drafted Luke Gedeke. Yeah, but you know, your you your offensive line is not as good as it was last year. It, these guys may fill in and do fine, and time right. will tell. And, but they're and, all new, and young guys grow and get better. Yeah, but to start the season. I know that their offensive line, as it's compiled right now, will not right. be as good as it was last year. Right. Yeah. With the I mean, 45 Jensen, year old quarterback behind them. Yeah, Jensen alone. And and I I've said this when you were gone, I said I, I don't I'm not sure. And listen, you don't want to lose a Tristan Wirfs or a Donovan Smith. I mean, Donovan Smith mm-hmm. plays the you know, the blind side of Tom Brady and I think he's way underrated. He should have been a, a Pro Bowl player by now. But whether you like him or love him, he's a hell of a left tackle that goes against the best every single week and does a great job. And Wirfs is going to wear a gold jacket if he stays healthy. I'm convinced of it. He has the makeup, the ability, the feet. It's unbelievable how good he is. But if they lost one of those guys, and like I said, no one has two, hey, you got an extra Pro Bowl tackle we can plug and play? No one has that guy, right? So it'd be a huge drop-off. I mean, Josh Wells, with all due respect, He's not Donovan Smith, right, or even Tristan Wirfs. Um, but even having said that, if, if guys were winning off the edge against Tom Brady, he can see it. You know, uh, even the blind side, he has peripheral vision, um, and he can kind of anticipate it. And certainly, he can see a guy win at right tackle or off the edge on the right side. So he has a way of getting out of this. In the interior defensive line, if somebody gets whipped. They're on top of him before he can call timeout or do anything, before he can throw the ball away. I mean, they're they're just at his feet. And I saw this. You know, we talked about it when you were away, Steve. I mean, I saw the Washington football team um, get a hit on Brady early in that game, like mm-hmm. the first series, maybe the second pass that he attempted, and he was never the same. They wound up losing that game. And he played hot potato with the ball all day. So, you know, it it, it adds up. And – you know, to not have, you know, your three main guys is obviously an adjustment. But um, we'll see if Robert Hainsey is absolutely going to get the first bite of the apple. And, mm-hmm. you know, the preseason games for him are huge, as are these joint workouts, which start this week. Uh, it's the Miami Dolphins, Tom's team that he was talking about joining, um, is, is coming to Tampa Bay to scrimmage for two weeks. Two weeks, listen to me. Two days, might feel like two weeks to me. Two days, and then take... take uh, what would be Friday off, and then they play their preseason game in Tampa on Saturday. So it's here. The NFL season, for all intents and purposes, has been preseason games on TV and all of that already. Um, but yeah, we're we're there, and it's it's pretty incredible. But the Bucks, 
Still have a lot of work to do, man. Yeah. Now, are the Dolphins to allowed to talk to Tom about ownership while they're in town? I mean, <laughs> no. is that allowed? Or? I don't think so. They've already, been, they've already paid a penalty for that. Do they, can they get another one? Right. And, you know, not for nothing, but I'm thinking, of course, you know, he's the GOAT, and everybody who isn't going to have a conversation about the GOAT or to the GOAT or through the whatever. But, you know, you're kind of like, Two is over there going, you know, I can, I, can, I, I can read this, right? Like, you know, I know that the owner was trying to get Tom Brady last December. You know, I'm over here still trying to play quarterback. That's got to be a, a tremendous amount of, like, pressure. Not that it's a surprise. I mean, it's, if you're it's in the pres- National It's pressure, but, I mean, honestly, is anybody surprised that someone's going to go after Tom Brady? No, I, and I love John Romano's column. It was exactly that. It's like, what, we're shocked? You know, shocked, I tell you. Absolutely outraged. Um and, you know, there's been a number of teams. I mean, there, there were people who accused Bruce Arians of tampering because, if you recall, um, he was still technically under contract with the Patriots, and, and Bruce was asked at the NFL Combine, which was many months, you know, many weeks earlier, um, what, is there a quarterback behind door number two that, if you know, you would take the call um, if he were available, and he, without hesitation, said, yeah, Tom Brady. And that was like, okay, so, you know, uh, you know, if if you ask me if tampering goes on in the National Football League, I, officially I'd say no, but unofficially it's a valuable tool for teams building themselves around a quarterback, and that's, you know, that's just the way it is. But What I'd really say now, is don't have your head coach sue you, and then all this has to come out in court. That's right, and that, that was the key right there. I think that you know, Brian Flores putting that lawsuit out there with the potential of discovery and everything else. Um, you know, the investigator for the NFL obviously was able to document, you know, some phone calls going back as far as the Patriots and as as early as December of last year or the year before with the Bucks or last year with the Bucks when they were trying to defend their title. So yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of messy, you know, but it hap- happens all the time, especially the greatest, like I said, the best to ever do it. So who wouldn't want to have them on their team but yeah it's just kind of a you know, i mean like i said nothing happened when you were gone man it was like you had this come out and then the next day he had his birthday and then and then he just is gone you know um so it's kind of weird but he's been back the last couple of days competing and been some good competition out there man so what I'll we did you. learn from that investigation though is that the dolphins are not those mfers that passed on brady no so we've knocked out one team yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, unless, you know, unless they got cold feet and, and decided to go with their guy. But, I, yeah, I don't – I read where somebody thought that there was confirmation that it was the Dolphins, and I don't, I don't see it that way. You know, I could be wrong. But, hey, you know, in as much as it could make for some lively scrimmages this weekend anyway, or this week, uh, and then they play, you know, the opener – by well, the way, will the Dolphins players be sucking up to Tom since he may be their boss next year? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's like, hey, well, I'm coming after you, Brady. I swear to God, I'm going to put you right. Uh, I'm sorry. What ownership? Yeah, listen. Hey, man, you're doing a hell of a job over there, you know, and if there's anything you need when you get to Miami, you just call me. But Jesus, what was I thinking? Yeah, those pass rushers um, get up to him and go, hey, man, can you work on my contract next year? <laughs> right. I'm up. What next do you think year? I'm worth? I got arbitration. Next year. Um yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's you know crazy, and you know as somebody described it to me. I mean, just you know, you, you can only imagine how many people approach Brady about this or that, right? Endorsements and different things. 
um, because he's simply the you know the most one of the most recognizable sports figures of all time in this country, and then you know has a little global appeal and everything too with Giselle and stuff. Um, yeah, it's just it, it this fishbowl kind of was hit home with me because I was scrolling through some stuff and trying to figure out you know who knew anything about Tom leaving, and then there it is, it's like boom, it's like ah, that's got to be tough to deal with, but. He dealt with it, and he, now he's got to deal with the loss of, of a center. Um, you know, but these scrimmages are good because Brady's not going to play against Miami this weekend. And what that means is you probably won't see him at all. You know, um, I think they're going to give the, the, the bulk of it to Kyle Trask and, and a good, good amount maybe to Blaine. Um, and Kyle, you know, has not really wowed anybody in practice, and that's putting it mildly. He's actually thrown the ball a lot and completed a lot, but many of them to the wrong team. Um, so this has been part, but like it goes back to my original, I don't, I don't get freaked out about injuries or about interceptions rather, but there have been a few. So they've got they've got work to do, and, and they they got a game on Saturday, and it's, it's the only time they're going to play this year in the preseason at Raymond James, which means that regardless of what or whether Tom Brady were to play at Tennessee where they have another control scrimmage before the game, probably the, the next time you will see Tom Brady or the only time you'll see Tom Brady quarterbacking the Bucks, assuming he doesn't walk out of here again, is week three, you know, at home. I mean, it's going to be a long time before, you know, Brady is at home because they, as you know, they, they start um, with the season opener at Dallas and then the next week is New Orleans, at New Orleans. So, a couple of tough games right there, but yeah, it's just you know more celebrity stuff, I guess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So before you left, baseball was fun. And we know who coined that phrase. Not as much fun around here. Brett yeah, Phillips. Yeah, the trade deadline came and went, and the offense didn't get any better. <laughs> no, <laughs> did not. And Brett Phillips left, which, you know, I heard somebody call him a mascot the other day. I thought that was a little harsh, but certainly a fan favorite, like nobody's business. Oh, he's absolutely – I mean, he's taken the mantle of what Willie Adamas and Kevin Kiermaier yeah. started. He took it to a different level. Yeah. And – you know, it's it's interesting because you've I've heard Andy and Dave were talking today on the radio, and Topkins written about it. Of you know those the celebrations and how they're doing, like they're not taking the helmets off players anymore. Mm. You know, they the Brandon Lau hit a home run the other day. They didn't take the helmets off. Like at Willie Adamas started, and Brett Phillips took over. And, and is that like the, the missing man formation? Like you kind of acknowledge <laughs> that the guy that did that is gone, and so no one can do it quite like him again. I, I guess, and, and you know, the post game celebrations are trying to figure out how they're going to do because it. it's Kiermaier always led it, and then Phillips kind of took it over. Well, Kiermaier's out for the season, right? And Phillips is now on the Baltimore Orioles, mm-hmm. so they're trying to figure this stuff out as they go. Um, 
First, you got to win. <laughs> well, and, and they, did take, three, they did take three or four from the Tigers over the weekend. Thank gosh. Although it Tigers. took 27 walks to do so. I know, right? That's a that's a franchise record for a series, I think, three games or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean Sunday, I mean, you're going to look at the box score and go, oh, the Rays dominated the Tigers 7 nothing. Great. Uh, it was two outs in the, ni- in the top of the ninth. It was 0-0. <laughs> that's incredible, man. <laughs> You, they, you they put it, the, Tom Brady drove down the field and scored a last-minute touchdown there in the ninth. Bucks exactly. over the Lions, seven nothing. Exactly, and um, you said it like I'm. So I'm I'm getting back from uh, uh, at the airport from where I was over the weekend. We'll get into that in a second, but um, I'm driving in, in in the garage and it's cutting in out because I'm in a concrete garage, and I hear something about. You know, Rays win, Rays, you know, Dave Wills, Rays win, seven to nothing, and they score all their runs in the ninth inning. I went, what? So they had a shutout going of both teams. It was 0-0. But not only was it the ninth, it was two out in the ninth and nobody on. They're the first team in the modern era, which is since 1901. That's the modern era, by the way, 121 years. It's certainly modern for me. The first team to break a scoreless tie in the ninth inning or later by scoring seven or more runs with two outs. (laughs) you got to love it. But three three walks from their all-star closer helps. Yeah. No, they, they were... They were walking rays like poodles over the weekend. It was unbelievable. They and they, they accepted their walks, which was good. They still didn't score a ton of runs. Um but they had to take listen, you had to win a series. They hadn't won a series in a long time. Uh, Detroit, not a good record to say the very least. And so you take three out of four from them and you know, we'll see. You said they got uh Baltimore coming up. Well they got soon, they're right? in Milwaukee uh Tuesday right, and Wednesday. Right. They're off tonight. That's right. Off day tonight, Tuesday, Wednesday, Milwaukee. Off day Thursday, so they get some rest this week, and then yeah. they, uh, Baltimore comes to town. So Brett Phillips will make his uh, trop debut as an opponent. Well, I don't know if it's his debut. I don't know if he's played there before. When he was well, I know Brewers that his first Astros, at bat, but... there'll be, you know, if there's eleven thousand or fifteen or twenty five, I don't know, but they'll all mm-hmm. be on their feet when Phillips comes up. They will be. It's going to be completely heartfelt. You know, and you it's, know, it's 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 a shame because he's a local kid. Yeah. Um, a great guy. Oh, great clubhouse best. guy. The best. You know, but offensively, he he wasn't cutting it. I mean, that's right. You know, and you can look at Jose series numbers and say they're not much better. But the I think the ceiling or the potential for series a lot better Higher. than Brett Phillips. Yeah. And that's why they did it, especially with Kiermaier not under contract next year. He's got an option. Yeah, it's a thirteen million dollar option. I can't see the Rays picking no. that up. There's mm-hmm. a two and a half million dollar buyout. Yeah. Now they could come to a deal with Kiermaier, say a two year deal, seven million a year range. Sure, maybe yeah, if he wants the hometown discount mm-hmm. just to finish his career, and, and if they still want. I mean, with Jose Siri here, they may say, "Oh, we've got our defensive center field." That's true. Yeah. You know, and Margot can play there as well. You know, so we'll see. It gives the Rays options at this point. Yeah, But, you know, as a fan, you know, one of the hard things about the way the Rays do business, and they do it very well, and the results on the field show. But when you get fan favorites like Willie Adamas, yeah. like Brett Phillips, possibly Kevin Kiermeyer this offseason, you know, they tend to churn through those guys quicker than a lot of organizations do. And it, you know, it's it's all based on performance, and and like I said, Brett Phillips, Brett Phillips offensively wasn't performing well enough. I mean, it's no right. secret. Defensively, he was great. 
Yeah, but he struck out like half the times he was up. Yeah, and that's why they made the move. I mean, if he was performing, he'd still be here. Right. You know, but it it, it can be hard on fans, and I, I totally get it. My wife was bummed. My kids oh. were bummed. Yeah, rips the heart out of you, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's it's like we've said it before. It's not show friends. It's show business, man. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's bottom line stuff. And uh, But he'll be back at the Trop, and like I said, he'll get a, a huge ovation, and it was really cool that he could play for his, his hometown team. Um, but the Rays, you know, they need help, and they, they've got to find a way to, to keep it going until you start getting some players back, and I think they will get some players back. Yeah, you should you get know? some pitchers back pretty quick here. I mean, JT Chagua pitched back-to-back mm-hmm. days this weekend, looked better on Sunday than Saturday. Yeah. I uh, got some other guys. Glass now is going to – how about that? Start He's throwing ninety eight, ninety nine, hundred yeah. miles an hour. He's going to start throwing what August twentieth, I think. He'll go to the minors and start, you know, rehab or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, so maybe he comes back late September. I mean, he's not going to be a starter at that point unless you're just going to use him as an opener, which you know? would be fine. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, if you can get a few innings, you know, every three, four, five days from him. As yeah, you get towards the postseason, if you, if you you know if you're in a position to make the postseason, which the Rays right now are tied for the second wild card with Seattle, right? And the Yankees yeah. struggling there. I mean, the the Yankees lead over the Blue 500. Jays is only nine and uh, nine and a half games now. They're less than ten yeah. games up on the Blue Jays in the division. They've lost five in a row. I think I saw yeah five in a row. I think I saw where they're like fourteen and in twenty one or twenty two something like that mm-hmm. since. Uh, you know, their last 40 games or so. So, yeah, they're going – they're headed the wrong way. And, you know, I, like you said, I still think they're going to have enough cushion. But mm-hmm. Yeah, the Astros are a half game behind them for the lead game. the AL, and the Dodgers are have passed the Yankees for the best team in baseball. So Right, right. It's going to be an interesting series, man. I really don't know what's going to happen. I just know that the Rays have a bunch of people out there that can really play. And if and when they're able to get healthy, um, you know – it's going to be a different dynamic. It really will. Yeah, I still, I still don't. I'm curious. The Rays at the trade deadline. We know they didn't make big moves. I mean, they got David Peralta. I like that pickup. Yeah, um, I, I, I think Jose Siri. I think there's some potential I for like it that him. they see. I like him. You yeah. know, but they didn't get a catcher. No, that hurt. They didn't add an arm. Yep. And. and you know, not saying they didn't try. I mean, you don't know what the no, price is. No, they're not growing are. on trees out here, yeah. Here's the, I mean, here's kind of the way I look at the Rays this, this season is they've been so decimated by injuries. Yeah. That adding a big bat or, you know, if you added Wilson Contreras, let's say. Right. Is that going to be enough to get you over the top? And knowing mm. you've got guys coming back, so how much better are you, you know, when Wander Franco comes back and, you know, yeah. how, you know how much better will this lineup be at that point? And I, oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I just think the Rays looked at it and said, I'm guessing the prices were pretty high. I mean, they didn't even trade Wilson Contreras from Chicago. So my guess right. is the price was really high because nobody right. ponied up. So, you know, the Rays look at it and, you know, because here's the thing. It's not like the Rays, in order to get these players, they weren't going to be giving up players that aren't going to be on the roster next year. No. I mean, their whole team's coming back, essentially. I mean, Kier Myers not under contract maybe he's not Zanino's not Zanino. but we expect mm-hmm. they'll try to resign him unless he right. gets a bigger offer somewhere else maybe um you know but i mean the guys that it's they're going to mortgage a lot of younger guys and and prospects in that 
and I think they just say, you know, if we can get our guys healthy, we can make a run in October. And if not, we're not going to mortgage next year and the year after trying to chase this season when we can't stay healthy. I right. don't know. If, I don't know if that's their thinking. I'm guessing no, I think, uh, the price Mark tags were high. Yeah, we had Mark on here, and I thought he explained it pretty well. He said, "Listen, he goes, their calculus has to be, we're not going to win the division, right? Mm-hmm. So we're looking at a wild card where we're going on the road to play the best of of uh, three, okay? But it's all in the other uh, ballpark. Like it's not like you're going back and forth between games. Unless you're the right? top wild card, then you get your Unless, you get yeah. the three at home." But my point is, is that it's stacked against you for a reason, and you have to you have to at least acknowledge that, you know, you put yourself in a situation you didn't hope you wouldn't be in, but you're there, mm-hmm. and you know how how much how many resources do you want to use for the honor of, you know, playing a couple games against the Yankees or another AL East team, you know, to end the season? I just I don't know. I would trade away a lot of it. You know, as Brady is fond of saying, there's only one team that wins every year, and the rest of them are just disappointed. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to overreact. So not, it's not adding an arm surprised me though, and and the reason yes. it did. And granted, I don't know the prices, so maybe they tried. That's true. And, you Fair. know, but you saw Drew Rasmussen pulled after three innings today because he's already at more innings than he pitched last Load year. Load management, yeah. Shane McClanahan. They're worried about McClanahan's innings and Jeffrey Springs and even Corey yeah. Kluber's innings at this point. And yeah. You're not secure in a playoff spot. I mean, you're there right now. Right. But you're not that far clear. Right. You know, and now they've got to start watching. Now, you know, as you get guys back, like, you know, Shagwa and others back, that's going to help, of course. Yeah. But you start to, you know, wonder, and, and, and you know, if, if the price for arms were too high and knowing they need some to watch some innings, then how much do you really want to mortgage the offense if the pitching could struggle a little bit down the stretch? Yeah, and knowing, that's the thing knowing is, that you don't want to give up because your wind—it's not like this is Tampa Bay's window and it's close. It's not like you've got Tom Brady and he's retiring this year or potentially, right? And this may be your last shot, right? You know, this window for the Rays you think is open for a while based on their youth and the amount of depth they have in the organization and some of the talent they're stockpiling. I mean, you know, you're starting to get a lot more regulars in this lineup, like Arozarena. Like yeah. you hope Josh Lowe is going to become that. Brendan Lau, Wander Franco. Mike Zanino's your catcher, assuming he comes back. I mean, you're starting to get, you know, where you're, you have a more set, I won't say lineup because they bat them in different orders every day, but a set set of guys you put out there you most of the starters. time. You have yeah. starters. You're starting mm-hmm. nine, more yeah. or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more they go out there in that role, the better presumably they're going to get. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it hasn't happened as quickly. And yet, they're still they're still in the hunt, man. You know, and they're going to get some players back. And for them, free agency looks like, oh, Wander Franco's back. Oh, you know, so-and-so's back. Like, they're going to have really good players popping in here. And if healthy, they're going to make a huge, huge difference. So um, that's interesting. I don't know. Uh, I'll wrap it up on this as far as uh, – and we got lots to talk about this week, obviously, with um, with you having been gone um, and then unretired. Uh, I spent the weekend or uh, the last couple of days – uh, at least, at in Canton, Ohio, which is a bad place to be this time of year. And it uh, accomplished a couple of things. One, I wasn't at practice for a couple of days where I know it is definitely hot. Um, you know, but uh, but also just 
you know, I, I was able to, you know, being around these guys for what I do for a living is incredible. Um, but when you see the best of the best of the best. And so Bryant Young, who is maybe one of the last of the San Francisco 49ers uh, in that, you know, the the old era, he, he played, you know, with Eddie DeBartolo as the owner and then again as the York family. Um, we all know his story. He had the, the catastrophic broken leg. They thought he was going to lose his leg. They thought he was going to have to amputate it. Worried about arterial damage and all of that. He came back the next year, had 11 sacks. He wound up playing, I don't know, 15 seasons. Like he was incredible. Um, makes the Hall of Fame. Most humble guy I think I've been around, and I mean sort of ever. Um, went to Notre Dame, real smart, beautiful wife, great kids. I would just challenge you to, to go and listen to a speech, one speech from its beginning to the end, and it's only about 10 minutes because the NFL is limiting them, Listen to Bryant Young, B.Y. as we call him, um, become extremely vulnerable uh, and overwhelmed, and, and the humility is oozing from every pore in his body, uh, and the crowd kind of carries him along, uh, him telling this journey, and it, it you know, is a tearjerker, and I don't want to give away too much, but, you know, he and his wife, uh, Kirsten had lost a son um, not that many years ago and to cancer, which sucks. Um, complained of headaches, et cetera. His name was Kobe. And he started talking about Kobe. He said, you know, I've introduced, you know, four of my children. It was really there's five. And he told the story of Kobe. And man, I'm telling you, it was, uh, it was inspirational the way he, he talked about him and how, you know, he didn't fear death, but was worried about, you know, whether he's going to be in pain, this kind of stuff. Like, but the biggest thing was he was a tremendous, happy kid, great athlete, and sort of the mic drop moment. I don't know if I should give it away. I won't give it away, but listen to the end and, and you'll learn about Kobe, but you'll learn way more about who Bryant Young was, which was an unbelievable player. Like, the only comparison to Bryant Young was Warren Sapp, but it's not really fair because I think Young, obviously he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer, let's start there. But two, you know, he he kind of played in a defense that, you know, brought a lot of attention to him schematically, you know, in terms of blocking and things like that. Um, but man, he he's such a humble cat and it is such a good time. Uh, but yeah, one speech, and I have helped people write them and I have, um, you know, listen to a whole bunch of them in terms of delivery, but his, his candor and his vulnerability in that moment is just something else. And it's called to action too, as well. Um, as a result of what he went through, he needed help and he accepted it. And sometimes, you know, people, especially men are just, you know, refuse to accept help when it is given. And that's, that's an important thing. So pretty cool. Um, but exhausting, uh, the airlines are a mess. Nobody's on time. You don't know how long you're going to you know, be in an airport. So I'm on fumes, man. And you're all rested and ready to go coming off your vacation. Yeah, it was good. I was uh, spent some time in uh, southern Virginia Beautiful. visiting my wife's 94-year-old grandmother. 94, who wow. Who just gave she up was. mowing the grass and still pressure no, washes her she deck. she did and, not. Oh, yeah, she's incredible. 
Oh my god! She pressure washed her deck before we got there, and I mean, <laughs> wow! Yeah, I won't even pressure wash my deck. <laughs> she's incredible. incredible. And then we visited my most of my family. My uh, my sister and my parents live in Charlotte now. So okay, yeah, we're up there for, for a while at my sister's house. And yeah, yeah, it was good. Stopped in, said hello to Baker Mayfield. Uh, I did not. I, did, I didn't get the, uh, the I didn't get the code, the gate code yet. Yeah, I wonder if he's got yet, the keys. So. Needs the keys to BOA. That's going to be quite a race. We tried to go race. to a uh, Charlotte FC soccer game. We sat through a three-hour and 18-minute rain delay. Oh, my God. To play 16 minutes, and then they called the game because lightning came back. So, Yeah, I was going to say it has to be lightning because <laughs> they're to play yeah, in the it rain. Was, it sure. was, yeah. But, so we saw 16 minutes of a MLS game. Well, that's not, that's not many yeah. for sure. And I went to the How Rowdies the, game Saturday night, which was great. Oh yeah, yeah. That no one, no one I know of has been to a Rowdies game that didn't exactly mm-hmm. say that when they when they were done. Those are our, our second one this year. Uh, they've won what th- thirteen games unbeaten streak right now. They haven't lost in like nearly wow. three months. Wow. Um, they're in second place in the conference, just a point behind Louisville, but rolling. Pretty cool. Champa Bay lives, baby. Yeah, they're, they're they're the Rowdies are really good. They were they dominated that game with fifteen corner kicks on. On uh, Saturday night, didn't score in any of them, but had... that's like twenty-seven walks. Yeah, right pretty pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. So, <laughs> who would you rather have? <laughs> <laughs> to quote a, a former radio guy, dude. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's been fun. Uh, it's thanks to Derek know, get... for filling in. By the way, oh yeah, I was going to mention and, and listen. Not for nothing, but we talk more USF football probably in the two weeks than we have in the last, I don't know, five years that we've been doing this. But it was cool. Like, I th- I'm i I'm bullish, no pun intended. I am I am sort of bullish on USF because I think they're going to be oodles better. What I'm not sure is that it's going to show up very early because that front end of that schedule is pretty tough, starting with the opener against against BYU. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, whole thing is, is that they're going to be a better team. No, yes. I have no question about that they're more talented uh their quarterback's either going to be jerry bohanna who transferred in from baylor and helped win a big 12 championship or timmy mcclain who's got another year under his belt like them both i mean they're going to be better they have more talent than they've had under jeff scott no question about but schedules will they get versus byu at florida at louisville then you go to the conference versus east carolina which was good at cincinnati you're later mm. going at Houston. Wow. Versus SMU. Versus UCF. I mean, it's just, just not a lot of places you're going, yeah, they can. I mean, they got a really good chance to win those games. You can't hide, man. You're not going to hide. You know. Now, and Jeff Scott said this, and other coaches have echoed it too is look, you don't really know with, with the transfer portal these days, you don't necessarily know what your team's like well, until three or four true games too. in. That's too. so true. So we'll see. Yeah. But right. the schedule is very daunting for USF. It's not. It, it? it hasn't done them any favors. Oh no! You know, I mean, like I said, three of your four non-conference games are BYU and then at Florida, at Louisville. Good point. Are, I mean, you know, you got Howard in between. <laughs> Good home, point. But poor it, Howard. Yeah, they and, the, and the Americans are pretty tough conference. So it's you know they've got their work yeah. cut out for them. It's not to say they can't win some games. No, well, they certainly can. But, but you know, the schedule doesn't do them any favors. Yeah. Well, the schedule didn't do us any favors, but again, our thanks to Derek uh, 
Sharp, who who filled in admirably. I guess my mic was too soft. I don't know if you can rectify that situation or not. Maybe we'll, I didn't have it close enough. I don't know what else. We'll work but, on it. We use a different system when uh, Derek does the show than when yeah. I do it. So. so for the one guy that keeps complaining, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can hear this. Do you hear me now? Can you hear me? Like a little phone commercial. Can you hear me now? Um, I hope you can hear us. That's the best best we can do. Uh, exciting week ahead. Uh, the Bucks will be off today, back on practice. Oh, it's joint practice week, by the way, with the Miami Dolphins of all teams. Not that some of the principals are still there, but, you know. Well, we do know Stephen Ross will not be in attendance. Ross cannot be anywhere uh, until the middle of October. Then he might be in, it, might be in the locker room. But, yeah, until then, um, you know, Brady will – by the way, how about, a- how about the three times in NFL history the team has lost a first-round draft pick? And he's been involved Brady's in all of them. Brady's been in all of them. Yeah. I mean, it was Deflategate. It was Spygate. And I may, yeah. The order may be different. And then yeah. this one. <laughs> right. No, he's, he's he's the Forrest Gump of suspensions yeah. right now. I don't I don't get it. And, and you know, it's, there's supposed to be an even bigger suspension coming down for Deshaun Watson. We're waiting on that appeal, like, there's going to be quite a bit of news, and then, of course, the Bucks get ready for the Dolphins on Saturday, and then next week they're at Tennessee for joint practices there. So this was the we'll last weekend. That. This was the last weekend without college or NFL football until late February. So who's playing? It's got to be colleges that are playing next, right? Well, no, I or mean you, you've got NFL preseason this coming. You're counting weekend. preseason, okay? Yeah, I mean yeah. football games. I mean, yeah, on television they'll actually be airing live football games. Yeah, go out there and toss it around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, college starts, uh, what, week zero is August 20th. Or no, August 27th. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, Labor Day weekend's a huge weekend for college. Well, I mean, the high school kids will be having jamborees here pretty quick, Mm -hmm. I would think. Yep. Well, I mean, heck, I mean, our kids go back to school, what, Wednesday? Yeah, that's right. Huh. I can't wait. (laughs) Not for your kids, (laughs) but for mine. I'm telling you, we couldn't. We got them home. We got them home today from parts around the world, from Chicago mostly. And the, the airlines—I don't know if, if you've traveled. Um, you know how they say, you know, get there early, mm-hmm. prepare to wait a couple of like, yeah, get there and prepare to wait all day because the uh, you know the 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 flight crews and obviously weather you know is a problem. I mean, it's just not it's not a great time to fly. It took me. And I I booked this ticket, so it's my fault. But it was it was, you know, from Cleveland through Chicago O'Hare and then home. But the total trip, because all the other flights were booked or this or that, was it took me like twelve hours to get home. It should never take you twelve hours to get home from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I think I would think a trucker could pick me up and drive me home in twelve hours. I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a long day. However, not so long that I can't remind you people, you people, that you need to call my friends at May Electric Solar because your electric bill is going up and up. We've got to wait for you to save. They've been installing solar uh, systems for uh, solar systems. Really, global. There you go. The entire galaxy. They've been install, installing um, electric solar um, to for like, a dozen years and they've done that in the Bay area. They offer a 30 year labor and services warranty. You get $750 worth of surge protection. What else do you want? Call may electric, the solar energy experts at 727-819-2862. That's 727-819-2862. Schedule a free estimate. You can lower your electric bill and you will be very happy. You did. 
All right, that's going to do it. Steve is back. Steve's back from vacation. Our thanks again for Derek uh, filling in while he was gone. We'll be back to talk more Rays as they head to, uh, to Milwaukee Day off today. Uh, the Bucks will be back in action, um, not today, but the, the, the next day on Tuesday when the Miami Dolphins come to town to scrimmage on Wednesday and Thursday. And then it'll take you all the way up to Saturday's first preseason game. The NFL is here. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they'll be at Raymond James Stadium. So pretty exciting times. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.